Good morning, and welcome to Stand Up Stand Up. This is your daily dose of open source comedy straight from the IT trenches. If you're a guru or you're just starting your career, I'm really hoping that this becomes your favorite meeting of the day. Our mission is to provide a platform where IT professionals can share experiences, laugh, and learn. I'm your host, Jerry Black, and with me today are my is my fellow misfit, Tim Stevens. The purpose of our show is to kickstart your day with a tech twist on laughter, lightening the load of our complex and sometimes crappy universe with a touch of funny. We sometimes tell stories uh, with, our, with the fellow misfits, and that uh, misfit is an IT professional that also performs stand-up comedy. So hopefully we get some jokes, some puns, but also some learning and some of our experience. Thank you so much for joining. Let's get into it. Uh, we ended yesterday on imposter syndrome, and we ended up with the what happens when you talk too long, and how does that drive then the self-fulfilling prophecy of imposter syndrome? So kind of wanted to pick it up there. Uh, it, it, you, when we were talking about it yesterday, you felt like there was a lot of uh, maybe more there to unpack and to talk through. So um, just wanted to kind of throw that back out as the topic for the day, as well as uh, get your take on on the uh, on that part of the topic. Because I talked, you didn't get a chance to talk yesterday. Well, I thought I talked a lot yesterday. Well, so you did talk a lot yesterday, right. but not about, That's the whole not about that topic. Yeah. It, it boils down to confidence. If you feel like you have to repeat yourself when you talk, or you feel like you have to reword what you just said and say it again, that's the lack of confidence you have in yourself. Now, it is, fixing the confidence is one story, but recognizing that you have a confidence issue and addressing it, right, is 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 the start to that, right? Once you start to realize that, hey, you are of value, you do have a lot to contribute. When you talk, you do know what you're talking about. That's the process of, of addressing that confidence issue that you may be struggling with. And if you're struggling with confidence, you will find yourself in meetings repeating yourself, mm -hmm. talking over yourself, almost rehashing or rewording what you just said over and over and over because you feel like either you didn't articulate well no one is listening, and yeah, it, it, it's a perpetual process or a perpetual mindset that you put yourself through. Yeah. So yeah. that's my recommendation for for our listeners. Is one is you know look at look at yourself and look at where you're at in your career, and yeah, you're not going to be the most knowledgeable person on any given topic. You're just not. If you're at a table with a bunch of network engineers and you're speak, you're you're having a discussion about a networking issue, and you're not knowledgeable on that technology, which not everybody's going to be, that's okay. But don't feel like you need to compensate for your your lack of knowledge by just running your mouth, right? And we all find ourselves doing that. We do. We absolutely do. We get self conscious and say, "Hey, I should know about. I should know more about Cisco SD WAN or Tele." And I'm going to make sure everybody around this table knows that I know. And to do that, I'm actually going to just really, really just continue to repeat myself on one particular topic about SD-WAN. 
But in reality, what you what you actually the impression you give your everybody around the table is that you really don't know much, and that but you're trying not to appear that way. Yeah, and I that think kind of feeds then back into your imposter right. syndrome. Right, I think uh, so. How I've dealt with it in the past, and how I still still deal with it today, the not necessarily the imposter syndrome part of it, but the the over talking part of it is. Um, I have a, I always have a notepad next to me when I'm uh, in a meeting and one, you have to be present in the meeting. I, I, I don't know how to stress that enough. It, it just imposter syndrome or not, you have to be present in the meeting. And if you aren't, you're going to be that guy that ends up rambling because you weren't really paying attention or you're the guy that says, I don't know. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that for me or whatever? Um, I heard, I, I read a, a quote from somebody else the other day that was the, the most focused person in the meeting wins. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Um, but I keep a notepad next to me. And as people say things I don't know, then I write down, you know, it's almost like a uh, a split, right? And on the left-hand side is, is uh, things I want to say. And on the right-hand side is uh, questions I have. And I'll just question, you know, what is, he just said Viptela. What is Viptela? And I write it there, right? And then Questions come up in my head and I write them down and then people keep talking, keep talking. And I write another question down and then, oh, a point I want to make. Uh, and I write that down. What I've found is a lot of the time people will solve those problems as they're going through the meeting. And the and then the problem comes in for me. Oh, they're solving all of that stuff without me saying anything. And I'm like, I got to sound like I'm providing value here. <laughs> and, you know, and uh, uh, but I'm not because I'm not saying anything and they're all saying things and blah, they sound smart and I sound stupid and imposter syndrome sneaks in. If I look at my sheet and I go and and there's a pause in the conversation and I say, look, I, I had a lot of questions, but you guys are kind of answering them as we go down. Um, and so I think that's great. You guys have had a really good conversation. And I didn't want to interrupt. With that said, I do have one or two other questions. Or, you know, I had a lot of questions, but you guys really clicked, ticked them off. And you answered all the questions I had. What are our next steps, right? I don't have to say anything other than that. And it, okay, I was part of the conversation. But it's just this weird, like, if I, if I don't say something, then they're going to know I'm not providing value. And, and it's all, you know, in some ways I would say, no, you're in the room. You wouldn't be in the room if they didn't think you had value. It might be that you don't, you're not providing value like in, at that moment, but you're in the room for a reason. So almost thinking of it like, um, trying to think of it like sports, right? If you're, uh, if you're a, the goalie of a really good hockey team, that's just destroying the other hockey team or soccer or whatever your sport is. And, or you're the reliever pitcher and they just don't need you that day. Does that mean that you didn't need to show up to the game at all? You didn't need to dress out. You didn't need to be in the, in the net. No, you had to be there and it's important for you to be there. Nobody would look at you and go, uh, we didn't even need you today, dude. You could have just stayed home. They, they, nobody's going to say that we needed you. We just, your skill set didn't get applied today, but that's okay. Tomorrow. We're probably going to run up against a team that's going to that's going to destroy us, and there's going to be a hundred shots on goal. Great, you know, 
their goalie, they certainly needed their goalie today. Tomorrow, that might be you. So it's okay. Just saying it's okay if you're in full dress, ready to answer, and you just don't happen to have anything that anybody has a question for you that day. But anyways, I, I, I'm not sure how either one of us, <laughs> we're terrible at talking short. <laughs> All right. So let's get to, let's get to the jokes. Okay. Now I'm going to start today because I did one. I took yours from yesterday and I reworked it a little bit. I have great. I have two yeah. outcomes from it. So I thought I would share. All right. Yeah. So uh, I told my doctor the other day that I thought I, I have imposter syndrome and he said, uh, you don't have, he said, you have imposter syndrome because you're not good enough. You're not an expert. You don't know anything about what you're talking about. You're not a doctor. I don't have any idea why you would even bring these things up to me. You're clearly an idiot. And then I realized, nope, that's just the conversation I had in my head. <laughs> uh, and then the other one is, uh, I told my doctor, I think I have imposter syndrome. And he said, yeah, you know, after I failed out of med school, I felt that way for a long time too. What you got, Tim? <laughs> I heard this joke last night uh, during a, uh, a Toastmasters uh, meeting that I attended last night. And the gentleman that was presenting the joke, he is known to struggle in his speeches and his confidence, which... It kind of it really aligns with with imposter syndrome. I know he's probably struggling a little bit with that. When I find out he's actually a scientist and his full time job, it it made me chuckle. I thought that was pretty uh, ironic and interesting. But that's his job, which makes perfect sense um, for the most part. So the joke that he tried to present, which by the way, when he started it, he started out great. Like he had everybody. It was all virtual last night. Everybody on the that you could see in the camera that they were on the edge of their seats and they were waiting for the punchline, waiting for the twist. And it really sounded like it was going to a good place. <laughs> so I, I'm going to give you the joke and then I'll tell you where he kind of went off the rails with it. So there is a, uh, there's an atheist that's walking through the woods and the atheist comes across a bear that's drinking from a creek. and he tries to tiptoe around the bear so the bear doesn't notice him. The bear catches you know, sight of him and starts chasing after the atheist. So the atheist runs up a tree. And when he gets up in the tree, he realizes there's no way out of the situation. Either the bear is going to maybe potentially leave or he's going to get tired, fall out of the tree, and the bear is going to eat him. So he starts praying to God. And... God answers back and says, well, you, you don't believe in me. Why should I save you? And the guy says, well, this is true. But can you at least make the bear believe in you so that he's a Christian so he won't kill me? And the guy, God chuckles and says, nah, I don't think so. That's not how it works. So basically, they stop talking. The guy stands there or, or sits there. He gets tired. He falls out of the tree. Falls out of the tree. Bear eats him. He gets killed. He goes up to heaven. Guy meets heaven or meets God and, and says, God, I, you know, I, I do believe in you. I made a mistake. And God says, I know. 
that's why I killed you to to make you believe. And now that you're here, uh, you're you're going to be judged. And oh, by the way, you're going to hell. <laughs> There's absolutely no punchline, but and I should have started with that. But the that's the joke. Is, that's the joke. That's the joke. And he struggled through that. I struggled through that. But Jerry, the the uh, the energy, and his eyes lit up, and he was confident and articulate. Oh and my you god! Could just tell as I was doing myself, which was intentional. And you could tell on the way how that confidence began to just fade away. And he was getting quieter and there was more pauses and he just got quieter and quieter. <laughs> and we're just like, <laughs> and at the same time, I'm watching the Zoom, we're at a Zoom meeting. I'm watching everyone else. And it, it, they weren't doing this, but this is what was in my mind. Everyone was doing this. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, oh, no, bring it back up, bring it back up. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> but, you know, for our listeners, this ties into that imposter syndrome. If you find yourself around a table talking with other people and you feel self-conscious and you feel like you don't belong, you know, Jerry alluded to it earlier, you have made it to the table. You're there. You're there for a reason. Somebody saw something in you, were hired, you said the right things, you have the right things in your resume. So as soon as you catch yourself thinking that way and start to go in that direction, you need to stop yourself and remind yourself of where you are in your life and how you got to where you are and realize that you deserve it and realize you have a lot more to learn. Oh, I have one more thing to share with you. Go ahead. You're ready for it. I'm ready. Uh, this is, yeah, am I good to take my one minute? Yeah, take it. Yeah, is that is that okay? Okay, because I know we, we're crunching. I mean, you, you kind of took it with joke, but okay, hey, that was a horrible joke. Yeah, so this is uh, this is also for that individual sitting around the table, um, and this is also for for you, Jerry, for myself. I I listened to this yesterday, and I thought it was just amazing. Uh, it's from a gentleman named his name is Chris Williamson. He's a motivational speaker, and he says that in the point of your life where you're feeling down and you're ready to give up, this is where other people in your position quit. This is where most quit. And this also goes with the saying of, you know, for all those gladiators out in the arena who feel beat up and feel scarred and feel hopeless, this is, if you're running a business or starting a podcast, when it gets hard is when everybody begins to give up. But you're not going to give up because this is what you were meant to do. So for those listening, you know, that applies across the board. And again, if you're feeling down, you're feeling like giving up, you're feeling like you're not getting any better. This is where everyone else would quit. And if you're feeling down and upset, and feeling like you, you're, you are an imposter around that table or in that meeting, and you think that the easy way out or the best way is to get out and go find another job where no one knows you yet, but they will get to know you. You're not solving your problem. Hmm. You're not. You're running from it. Love it. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining today. Uh, we're going to stop the stream and tell everyone 
Thank you very much. That's the end of the meeting for the day. We really appreciate you joining and spending some of your morning with us or whenever you happen to be listening to this. If you laughed, great. If you've got something funny to say about IT or just in general, if you're in IT and you want to share something funny, please reach out to us. Uh, You can go to our website, itmisfits.com. Also, um, the most important thing is that you share something funny today with your other IT professionals. We call this open source because we want you to take what you heard today, embellish on it, change it, use it exactly as it is, but share it with somebody else in IT. If you share something funny with a colleague and you make their day a little bit brighter, you'll be amazed at how much brighter your day is because of it.